Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Another spinoff of all of this, there's a relatively new division of paramedics in Hamilton that deals specifically when they get a call uh, that could be a COVID-19 case. Let's bring in David Thompson, Advanced Care Paramedic, Superintendent Program and Strategies Partnership with Paramedic Services and on the line with us now. David, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. No problem. Thanks for having me. So what can you tell us about this unit? Uh, and, and this is specifically geared to deal with patients who may uh, have been in contact with COVID-19. Yeah, so we trained 12 paramedics to uh, be infectious disease paramedics. Uh, they did some extra training, and they're utilizing some um, different equipment than some of the other people on the front line. Uh, but we brought them in to kind of deal, like you said, with the COVID-19 patients that we're responding to and potential um, for interfacility transfers with some of those patients that we know are sick or know have COVID-19. What sort of training goes into this? Uh, what's different from a standard paramedic? So, again, they're using some different equipment. So we go through donning and doffing or putting on and taking off of um, protective equipment. We know that taking off protective equipment and coming from out of a bowl, taking off that equipment can be some of the most dangerous time or where there's the most potential for exposure. So just going through how to keep um, each other safe, working as a team and working with their partner to go through proper application and taking off of that PPE. And then we kind of dug down into the what we know about COVID-19, how it goes from person to person and, and got right down to even to the cellular level with some of the stuff that we know and the evidence is showing us. And what about equipment-wise? So they're utilizing, utilizing sorry, um, powered air purifying respirators. So it's basically a, a powered blower or filter on their back that uses ambient air and um, filters it and provides it into a, a helmet that they're wearing through a breathing hose. So it's, it's a little um, better for them and there's air circulation. Um, it keeps them cool while they're, they're uh, performing their activities daily. And I'm guessing these, well, I'll ask you, when, what's, what would be the situation, the criteria to send out this unit? So if they're, if they're out in the city and we do get a, a positive screen from our dispatch, then this unit, if they're uh, closest and most appropriate, will be responding to that call. Uh, we'll also utilize them with some of those um, really sick patients that we get in the field that might require advanced airway management, might require intubation uh, or some more... Um, high-risk procedures that they can perform uh, with the safety of that enhanced PPE and then dispatch to calls for interfacility transfers should a patient need to go from one hospital to the other um, for testing or for a, a bed allocation. And what about the vehicle itself, David? Any difference there? Uh, the vehicle is the same standard ambulance. Uh, they're carrying their um, enhanced protective equipment, and they've gone through the, the truck and kind of set it up how it works best for them. Uh, in our training, we went through utilization of even our air vents and how we can use the air vents in the ambulance to pre- protect our paramedics and uh, and move that uh, potential virus out of the truck. So they've set it up the way they like it and the way it's going to work best for them. Uh, I know they're excited and they're uh, I'm excited to be out there helping their uh, fellow co-workers in the community. And I understand that people volunteered for this. Uh, how did you select? How did you decide who gets to do it? How many are there? Uh, so we put out a posting, and uh, everybody had the opportunity, and then the 12 um, people that we trained were uh, were called and selected, and we kind of went through things with that. But, again, there's 12 of them, so that allows us to uh, have uh, two paramedics on one ambulance, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and also 
Um, that provides us with a little bit of backup coverage. Some, should somebody be off sick uh, or not be able to come into work, we have that, uh, that fallback with training. Now, uh, what sort of advance warning would paramedics have that the patient could be exposed to COVID-19? How important is it when people are, uh, if they're calling for assistance to reveal this sort of thing? Uh, how do you know what you're walking into? Uh, so like you mentioned, that, that initial contact with 911 is very important. So the dispatcher will ask those questions and go through a screening process with the caller. And uh, you're always going to get an ambulance when you call. So answering honestly and appropriately to those questions with the dispatcher is paramount for our paramedics to be prepared when, when they walk through the door wearing appropriate PPE. And then once the paramedics do arrive, they'll go through another screening process um, when they make patient contact and um assess the patient from their point of view, and then sometimes that positive um, that comes from the dispatch turns out to be a negative, and then sometimes it's confirmed. Um, But all our paramedics are trained um, in appropriate protective equipment and how to don it and doff it and uh, make those um, on-scene and upfront assessments. What does it look like when they're wearing all of this? Uh, So some of them kind of described it as uh, space odyssey, but it's... uh, it's, uh, there's different equipment out there. We went with a helmet because it provides a little bit more comfort for the paramedics that are doing it. And it has a face shield as opposed to a, um, a paper hood, which has a little bit of a limited um, vision uh, field. So this way they're able to perform those procedures and they have a good field of vision and, and they can feel confident in the procedures that they're doing, especially when it comes to airway management and starting uh, intravenuses and those things that require a little bit more, uh, more finesse out there. Uh, uh, obviously there's a lot of health concerns on any given day, as well as those that are COVID-19 related. How has this changed the life of the average paramedic, uh, with being in the environment that we're living in right now? I know that there's, there's anxiety and there's stress out there. I can't stress uh, enough the great work that they're doing and the frontline coming into work and they've taken on this challenge with the uh, most professionalism, and uh, I know um, going home, it's it's changed things a little bit. There's some people that unfortunately have had to uh, distance themselves from family, change the routine when they get home. Um, you know, taking those clothes off at work or uniform off at work, or leaving it in their garage and and getting right in the shower to decontaminate themselves. Um, but like I said, it's uh, it's amazing to see the work that they're doing, and they haven't missed a beat when it comes to a uh, to working out there in the community volume of calls relatively the same david i mean you know some have said that there you know there's been concern that people are avoiding going into to get help because they don't want to catch something or they think the systems are overrun what's what what's the volume like been like through this uh, period it's varied. we have uh like you mentioned, there there has been um, that that little bit of a dip because people are concerned to go to the hospital. Uh, but in speaking with some of the crews this morning, just when I was doing some the debrief with the IDP team, they said the call volume is still there. Um, with the COVID stuff, we're averaging about 30 positive COVID patients in a 24-hour period that we're transferring to the hospital. Um, but like you said, that the COVID is out there, but it, the, the other people are still need us the people that are having heart attacks or 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 car accidents falls things like that so the call volume is still there it's just uh we're picked up a little bit with the covid type response 
Uh, David Thompson has been with us, Superintendent, Program Development and Strategic Partnership Paramedic Services, a relatively new division of the paramedics for Hamilton that deals specifically with uh, COVID-19 and other infectious diseases. David, thank you so much for the time. Please pass along to the rank and file how uh, grateful we are all are for the great work that uh, you all do. And thank you so much and be safe. I will do, and thanks for having us on. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.